Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Cheryl. Hi, Sarah. Thinking through the characters in the Bible, who would you say is your favourite character and why? I'd have to say Hannah. She's a lady that never gave up hope that God would answer her prayers. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we dive into the topic, can you tell us a bit about your journey so far? I was born in England in a small seaside town. And when I was seven years old, uh, we immigrated to Australia by ship. It took us five weeks. When we came to Sydney, we landed in Sydney, we lived a gypsy life in a caravan for about two years. Basically went to every caravan park there was on the Gold Coast. So I went to lots of schools. And it was around this time that my dad left us a couple of times. Settling in Australia, I think, was very hard for them. A little bit of a tricky time. And then we moved to Brisbane. You know, we all have hurdles in our life and I encountered them quite early on. When I was 11 years old, I was abducted from my house throughout the night. I was very lucky to escape. After many police interviews and a trial, the man was convicted and jailed as he had murdered a three-year-old girl the night after my abduction. So I guess that was one major hurdle that I'd gone through at a very young age. And it was shortly after that that my family joined a cult church. And when I say a cult church, I mean it was actually a church that was based on guilt of lots of things that you can do and can't do. And it was about this time that my dad was asked to leave the church and then he left our family. So that brought me to the age of around about 13. And it was about this time that I, not knowing what was ahead of me, I naively took a vow of complete silence to the church. I was told if I broke my vow of silence, then it would be an unforgivable sin and then I'd go to hell. So I was sexually abused in this time, not being able to tell anybody. I had many years of dark thoughts and I really struggled with self-esteem. I'd had enough of keeping the so-called secret. If this was the life, I wanted out. So at 22, I attempted suicide. I was very thankful that some friends found me and got me some help. And it was at this time that God intervened. I had been praying for so many years for God to hear my prayer. When God intervened, it was a miraculous intervention because I didn't have to break my vow of silence. God revealed it to somebody, what had been happening, and I felt an instant relief and a weight off my shoulders. And I knew without a shadow of a doubt that God had heard my prayers and that he rescued me from this absolutely horrible situation. Cheryl, you've been through quite a journey. What topic are you going to share with us today? Because I think it's quite fitting. I'd like to talk about jumping over hurdles. Why do you think this is an important topic in today's society? You have to think of going through life jumping over hurdles. Mm. We jump through small hurdles and we can jump through some big hurdles. So it's about getting over them. It's not staying stuck right before them. It's about jumping over them. (laughs) 
You shared in your testimony some huge hurdles you had to face growing up. Can you tell us a bit about your experience with jumping these hurdles? When I've come across a hurdle that I know that I can't handle on my own, that I've fallen back on my faith, which has been you know, grounded in my life, in my foundation of life. And it's my faith that helps me to call on God for the strength. I can't do it on my own. I have to call on God for my strength. Does God have a perspective on wanting us to jump over hurdles? I think he urges us to lean in on him. You know, that scripture that talks about be still and know that I am God. You can't wrestle and nestle into God unless you're still and you're with him in where he wants you to go. And quite often, I think the direction comes from when you're still and you have a listening ear and a soft heart, then God can help you. Were there any Bible verses or stories that got you through that time and inspired you? The scripture from Psalms 139, I remember learning this as a scripture when I was young going through this. And it says, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. And I think I drew on that scripture and I still do because even though my family had joined a cult church which was off the beaten track in terms of interpreting scripture, my heart was still there. God knew my heart and I asked him, you know, to examine my heart because he knew everything about me. And I think it's through that naivety in my heart and leaning in on God, uh, even in that cultish situation that he was there for me because you were so young too I was Mm. I was I was 11 12 13 all around that age very impressionable and just I had a heart to serve God right back at that young age Mm. and that's all I wanted to do how are you still serving God in this way I guess I've always had the thought process when I've jumped over the hurdles to do something with it. Mm. I've never been one to sit down and experience life where you just put it to one side. My experiences that I've been through in life, the good and the bad, I've wanted to use to help other people. On a Sunday morning, I work for an organisation where I get the privilege of talking to people for a couple of hours, counselling them and listening to their stories of their hardships that they go through. You know, it's reaching out, touching people and listening to their journey of where they're at. And using your hurdles because you you haven't just left your hurdle behind. True. But you're actually helping other people, which I think is really awesome. True. And, you know, there's a saying that says that you can relate to somebody when you've walked in the shoes that they've walked. Mm. So going through, you know, the different traumas of being, you know, sexually abused and being deceived where you're doing something that you thought was right and it wasn't and... You know, you get get learn that you can't always trust people. Those sorts of hurdles everybody experiences in life. And so to hear people's stories of what they're going through is truly a privilege. And I hope that my experiences that I've been through, I can share with people and encourage them to keep going. Don't stop, just keep going. And you obviously, when you're counselling people as well, you share how you coped with that. Can you share with us a bit about how you coped during that time that you went through? Sure. I don't particularly work for a Christian organisation, but if I'm talking to somebody who is a believer and that Mm. comes out in a conversation, I, you know, can talk to them about my faith in God, that to trust that there's a higher being that would look after me and to lean in on that higher being, you know, that grounded faith that you have. Don't forget that. 
you know, use that to your advantage of your relationship with God. When I had attempted suicide, a couple of my friends found me. They cared for me and took me into their house and they asked if I would go to their church. You know what I thought? What have I got to lose? I knew that God was still real even though I felt so desperately lonely. So I went to their church and... I remember sitting in that church just listening to the preaching of the word, still sitting there. There was an altar call and I didn't go down the front. I just sat there. And it was after the service that this pastor and his wife approached me. They took me to one side. He had a vision from God about what had been happening to me. It was a miracle that had happened. It was a true intervention because I didn't have to break this so-called vow of silence. It was him that told me what had been happening. He named places, times, situations, and he was absolutely 100% spot on. And I just broke down and cried because I knew at that moment that God had answered my prayer that he had intervened and he'd heard he, he was coming to my rescue. And I can't tell you what that meant to me to jump that hurdle, knowing that God was on my side, that he'd heard it. Before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners and people that may be going through or experiencing the same hurdles that you experienced? So obviously this was a major hurdle in my life. The, the only way that I really got through it was to go to counselling. I was put on to a beautiful Christian lady and it took a long time for me to get some good healthy counselling and to get my foundation back in that was healthy. I had many sessions. I read the Word of God daily. I prayed. I loved listening to Christian music and I surrounded myself with Christian friends, friends that of encouragement, that believe in me and it was amazing. I was pretty determined through all of the the counselling I realised that it was really important for me not to stay a victim. It's very easy when you go through these difficulties to have a victim mentality, you know, why me, which is saying why not somebody else. So to avoid the victim mentality, I went through that process of the, the praying and the listening and hanging around good friends so that I wasn't stuck on the hurdle, that I was able to jump over it. And even though sometimes you take a couple of steps backwards, half a leg over the hurdle, it's really important to keep pressing forward, keep pressing into God, keep moving forward, surround yourself with good Christian friends, hear the word of God. So they're the things that will get you through. Cheryl, thank you so much for chatting with us today on this huge topic of jumping over hurdles. It's great to be encouraged and inspired that no matter, I love what you said at the start, we can have little hurdles, we can have huge hurdles like you've had in your life, and yet you're here as a great testament that we can all actually jump those hurdles and we can come out the other end more on fire for God and in love with God. So it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.